Hi, I'm Karen Osborne, and this is Living in the Sandwich Zone, a place where each week we talk all things parenting, caregiving, juggling life, and reclaiming joy. Hello again, friends, and welcome back to my New Year's recap. If you didn't listen to part one of this episode, you should go back so you can get the nitty gritty details. But for those of you tuning in on this episode, I will say this. My New Year didn't start out exactly as I had thought it would. Despite broadcasting to my family that I like to lay low on New Year's Eve and I didn't want to get caught out mama Ubering people around on New Year's Eve. I ended up doing just that and I was rewarded and as a test to my service, (laughs) I was rewarded with a friend of my child riding home in the backseat of my car, having had a lot to drink, having consumed way more than was advisable. And then that friend proceeded to prolifically throw up in the back of my car on the freeway on the way home. So where I last left off was here. I had dropped the friend at home. The friend was so out of it, they didn't even realize that they had thrown up in the car. When I, when I said, tomorrow you two can figure out how to clean the vomit out of my car, and Lenny lost it and just started panicking and crying and freaking out. And I used every fiber of my being to hold myself together. I don't know how, except for divine intervention, I did not lose my mind. And so... I drove home, left the car in the carport with the windows down, (laughs) parked our other car. We parked our other car behind it so that it would, you know, could not be at least moved and just called it a night. So I go to bed and I actually had an appointment scheduled the next day because I've been having this terrible neck and shoulder pain that has been going on for weeks. And I had an appointment to have my neck worked on. So I call it a night. I try to go to sleep and, and I'm, you know, out early the next day because I'm going to this appointment, which again, got stymied by Rose Bowl traffic. And it took me an extra half an hour to get where I was trying to go. But I was pretty much out all of New Year's Day. And the one thing I knew The one thing that I knew with certainty 
from the moment that I heard the retching in my back seat, I said to myself, I am not starting my year cleaning out someone else's vomit out of my car. I'm not going to do it. So, fast forward to the evening. Before I got home at about 5.39 p.m. Yes, I did memorize the timestamp on my, on my text thread. <laughs> at 5.39 p.m., I get a text from the friend. And the text says, I'm really sorry about what happened to your car. I feel horrible. I'm willing to pay you however much you need to get it cleaned. And I took a little while to craft my response. I took a little time to really think about how I wanted to respond. And about 20 minutes later, I sent a reply. And the reply basically said, thanks. I appreciate that. I didn't do anything about it, meaning cleaning the car. I didn't do anything about it today because of the holiday and because I just wasn't going to start my year out like that. So it'll need to be professionally cleaned. And then I went on to share what I proposed. I said, here's what I propose. Like I said, I choose not to start my year out cleaning someone else's vomit out of my car. So I'll leave it to you too. And here I enumerated the steps. First, find a mobile auto detailer and arrange for that person to come clean the car at our house. If you don't have one, I know someone and will forward you his information just in case. Two, explicitly tell them what the cleanup job is because some people aren't cool with cleaning up bio waste. Three, schedule the job ASAP sometime before the end of the week and I'll make sure the car is available. So that's my request. You arrange it, you pay for it, and we'll call it a day. As I said, I'd rather not be involved in the cleanup, as I'm sure you can understand. Let me know if that works for you. I was supposed to drive to San Diego tomorrow. That was to take Zach back to school. I was supposed to drive to San Diego tomorrow, but won't be taking that car, so it'll be around if you're able to arrange it for them. Please let me know this evening. And so I forward our detailer's information, and we have a friend who does has a wonderful auto detailing um business, which I'll happily share Jay's auto detailing with my friend, Anthony Ross. And I will link that for any of you Southern California, Los Angeles based listeners. I will link that in the show notes. So you too can have your car professionally detailed. Um, and I, and that's, that was that. So I finally get home after going to my appointment and spending much of the day with my parents. I finally get home. I've been out all day. I get back. And by that time, it was seven something in the evening because I had a full day of stuff going on. I get back and the boys are watching the Husky game, the Washington Husky game. And Matt has made a plethora of hors d'oeuvres and food and all this stuff. And Linny is locked away in their bedroom. And so I go in and I said, Linz, do you want to talk? 
And Lenny said no. And it was kind of like that, that look was like, I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite read it, but it was that look like sort of irritation, sort of that dejection, sort of, um, it was a, a give me my space look. Let's, let's put it that way. So I, I go out and I checked back a little later. So Lenny, when I go in the second time, doesn't really respond. And so third time's a charm. And I say, hey, are you mad at me? And Lynn said, no, I'm not mad. I'm scared. And I said, what are you scared of? And Lenny said, I'm scared that you're going to judge my friend. And I said, Lynn's, Lynn's, do you know what I did for a living for nearly 29 years? I was a defense attorney. I believe in second chances. I believe in rehabilitation. I believe in redemption. I believe that a person should not be condemned solely based on one bad act or decision. And so we started to talk. And I know that because Lenny's really been feeling disconnected from peers and friends that the potential thought that I might judge this friend and kind of cut Lenny off from that connection, I'm sure was really overarchingly devastating. And so I took some time to talk to Lynn's and Zach ended up joining in that conversation later, but to talk to Lynn's, to let Lenny know that I was glad that it happened, that they did everything right. They kept in touch with me. They, they cared for their friend who was in a vulnerable state. They stayed with that person until help came. They texted me despite the fact that I was not pleased by how the evening had unfolded and the last minute plans and getting me out on New Year's Eve when I explicitly had said that is absolutely not what I want to do. Lenny still had the wherewithal and the trust in me to reach out to me for help. And to me, that's the biggest gold star I could possibly get as a mom. And I was glad to see Lenny step up and take care of their friend. And I think most importantly, I was relieved and proud that Lenny, despite our bumpy start to the night where we had had some stern words that Lenny called me and texted me 
and told me they needed help. Even though, even though we had had a conflict before they left the house. That to me, that to me said it all, that my kid, knowing that I was probably mad, was willing to still say, can you come get me? I need help. And the one thing that I didn't know that I learned on the back end of getting home, I learned that Lenny had worked the entire day to clean up after their friend, cleaning out my car and the vomit therein, and getting all of that puke out so that our friend, the detailer, wouldn't have to. So here's what I know. I know that none of us will ever forget this New Year's Eve. And I just have to say, I know that the things that I have been doing to promote my self-care, to promote my peace, have paid off. Because if you rewound my life five years, there is no way that that I would have maintained my composure in a situation like this. And so whether it's meditation, whether it is my breath work, whether it is the magic mind elixir that I've been taking with the L-theanine and the cordyceps and the lion's mane, whatever it is, it has made a difference. It has made a difference. I highly encourage you to embark on some good self-care practices to give you the foundation to stay calm in the chaos. So if you're interested in trying the magic mind, it's a, it's a little productivity shot. It's got all the good stuff in it. Matcha, L-theanine, turmeric, cordyceps, lion's mane, all the things to help increase your productivity, sharpen your focus, calm your nervous system, which I think is what for me is one of the biggies. Give it a try. Give it a try. You can go to magicmind.com slash Karen O and enter the enter the discount code Karen O20. K-A-R-E-N-O 20 for um 20% off your order. So yeah, so whatever it is that I've been doing is paying off and I'm seeing the changes. I'm seeing the ability to remain calm and cool and collected in the chaos. So that is it. That's how my new year's 2024 kicked off. It wasn't ideal. It wasn't what I had hoped or planned for, 
but it's it was such an affirming series of events watching my kids step up and take care of each other because another thing that i didn't know that i found out when i got home was that zach was instrumental in diffusing Linny's upset because Linny was distraught. I was out and I was gone away from home, but Linny was distraught that this had happened. And Zach, the big brother, stepped in and masterfully diffused those heavy emotions and helped Lynn's make it through. And he also came in when we were talking and told Linny how proud he was of how Lynn stepped up and cleaned out the car and bounced back from this incident. And he did it in front of me, I think to really advocate for his sibling and let me know that that had happened. So yeah, I'm super proud of my kids. I'm super proud of them. They, they are turning into fine adults. Hard to believe that they're adults, but they are. They're both adults. Oh my gosh. So like I said, seeing them take care of each other and seeing Lenny take care of, you know, a friend in need and to rely on me and trust me enough to reach out to me when things between us were tough. That says it all. That to me is the cherry on top. And so I am profoundly grateful that my year started like this because it opened up a conversation with me and my children about so much about communication, about personal responsibility, about boundaries. And I tell you, it ended up being the pinnacle, I think, of my experience as a mother, to be able to have a conversation with both of my children to reinforce and reiterate to them that no matter what, no matter what, I will always be there for them. And they can call me if stuff goes sideways they can call me any time of the day or night and I will show up and I will have their back. And my hope, we'll see if this happens, my hope is that I can corral Lenny and Zach to have a conversation with me for this podcast about their perception and, and their experience of how this all went down. So that's, that's what I leave you with. That's, that's my New Year's recap. 
So you heard all about growing up. You know, my kids are now both adults and they'll always be my babies, but they're technically now both adults. And so this New Year's has been already a year of growing up, showing up, and unfortunately, throwing up. (laughs) All right, friends, that's it for me. I hope you have a fantastic week. I, I'm getting ready to head off to Atlanta to go on retreat with my support system sisters. And why are you growling, Bailey? Bailey, I'm recording. I'm getting ready to go to Atlanta for a support system retreat. So I'm excited about that. And uh, so that is what will be bringing me joy in the next little bit. And I hope that you will go out and do something that brings you joy too. I'm Karen Osborne. Thanks for listening to this episode of Living in the Sandwich Zone. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, and share it with a friend. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, one of the best ways you can support me is rating and reviewing the podcast there. You can follow me on Instagram at karen.e.osborne. That's O-S-B-O-R-N-E. Or if you want to become an insider, a club sandwich member, click the link in the show notes and join my private Facebook group. Until next time, remember to add yourself to your caregiving list and take a moment today and do something that brings you joy.